This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal, and joined today I have Joel here. Welcome, Joel. Hello, thank you for having me. Yay, Joel's here again. Welcome back to the show. Uh, oh, yeah. Joel said, hey, why should we wait to do the DC equivalent of our Marvel episode of destroying the Marvel Universe? And I said, why indeed? So that was a lot of fun, that one we did. Indeed it was. So we're going to do that. We're going to destroy the DC Universe the same way we did the Marvel Universe. What does that mean? Uh, well, if you're a newcomer to the show, welcome to the show. I'm Sal. This is Joel. We're going to be hey. uh, talking about a comic book topic for about an hour. Uh, moreover, if you're looking for the sponsor of today's show, look no further than your own mirror because you are the sponsor for today's show. If you want to sponsor the show, use the Super Chats when it's going live and you can contribute by making a comment or question. We'll weave it in organically into the show and uh, the revenue we make from said Super Chat will help to uh, sponsor this show. It also helps to keep us from having to, like, shill. You know, like, I don't have to be like, hey, welcome to the show, sponsored today by, I don't know, some crappy thing, like a vacuum cleaner or a bed. Like I, I'd say a loot box, but that's apparently a dead industry now. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, I saw them at New York Comic Con, and I was like, what are you doing here? Apparently they got bought by somebody else. Oh, uh, because I know they, like, filed for bankruptcy, and it wasn't looking good for them. Yeah, I mean, and that's what, that's what it was. They filed for bankruptcy, but, like, as we know, I mean, for companies like Marvel... That doesn't mean it's the end. It just means it's like we got to get blood do from a stone. That's true. We got to do something else. I don't know. We got to figure it out. Um, so somebody else figured it out and they're they're doing their thing with with loot box crate geek whatever. So, yeah, uh, yeah with that in mind, uh, we, we did an episode where we were like, OK, so it feels like the editorial departments are like just throwing out ideas without thinking about the ramifications of their larger mm -hmm. universe at large. So. Let's throw out some ideas, but knowing that they sound like decent ideas to the naked ear. Right. But if you think about it long enough, it actually kind of wrecks everything. Boy, does it. DC, it's funny because it's a little harder because a lot of the ideas that I would have come up with are being implemented right now. I know, right? Doing this show, let's ruin the DC universe in 2019 is like, come on, guys. Are you really going to kick them while they're down like that? Yeah, at this point, it's like, let's ruin the DC universe in 2019. Uh, let them keep doing what they're doing? Yeah, don't don't change anything, boss. You got Stay it. Stay <laughs> the course. You're doing great. You're heading to oblivion. Just just a couple more feet and you'll be golden. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that, but that being said, there are a couple of actual ideas that really could deliberately sink the ship, or at the very least, stay it off course for a good long while, because that's the idea. Nothing's yeah. permanent in comics, but there are some, the, the most you can hope for at this point isn't permanency, it's, you know, taking a couple of years or so to fix or write. Mm -hmm. um, not without, like, a bit, and that's the, th the funny thing with Marvel. Marvel, it's in continuity. They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to fix it some way as the story goes, like they'll have Definitely. to reveal a secret brother or a, an organization that they didn't know about. Or Norman time Osborn travel. was behind it all. But with DC, literally, they could just go like, well, no, we'll just we'll just drive this into the ground. And then eventually, sooner than later, we'll have a crisis, hit the reset button and just start over again anyway. 
And in fact, they've already said in the Dark Multiverse, yep, crisis incoming, everybody. Yeah, watch out. Tempest Fugonaut, a consequence of the Dark Matter universe, uh, who I literally, I was like, look at this horrible Living Tribunal Watcher-esque ripoff character. Yep. And then I had to go back and was like, oh, he's in Sideways. Like, oh my yes, God, he is. he is that connected to Dark Crisis, DC, Metal, whatever the hell. Oh, yeah. So... Kind of amazing that at least he's in that unit. Anyway, we're getting off topic, so let's go into it. Joel, uh, you pitched a couple of ideas. Well, not pitched an idea. You said a co- you said you had a couple of ideas. I did, and then I added on. more as the day went on. Right, uh, and really they write themselves. But I'm looking forward to to exploring them because they sure do. The thing the thing about it is uh, one of the episodes that we did with the Marvel one. Uh, one of the pitches we had. My my uh, Wolverine was actually like as old as Apocalypse, and he's with the First mm. Horseman. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, nah, do it. <laughs> no, I don't care anymore. I think that's awesome. Like It's true. Some of these bad ideas were kind of great ideas. Our Punisher idea, too, where it's like, I don't want to see that in the main universe, but make that in Elseworlds, please. Right? Like, do an old man Logan, but it's Punisher, and it's and he's not really that old. Like, do that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, before we do, I just want to address a couple of Super Chats because they're here now, and we're going to, you know, we're going we're gonna to cover them. So let's do it. Uh, in the Super Chats right now, we've got Alan Osborne, no relation to Norman, who says, uh, <laughs> Gentlemen, miss seeing you talking faces. Let's kill a universe. Yes, let's, Alan. Let's jump into it. Let's just do it. Oh, yeah. Get your get your, get your your weapons of destruction. Get uh, your killing gloves on. Damn right. Here I go killing again. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Joshua writes says, Sal, Joel, hi. Here's money for being awesome. Thank you very much. Joshua, you're very kind. It's very nice of you to say. Mm-hmm. Rusky says, uh, OMG, perfect. Just thought of a good one at work today. Retcon that Bruce Wayne was the first Robin and acted as a vigilante in Gotham during his teenage years. Now, that's where he got the idea for a Robin, was that that's what he was. Oh, that's some crazy timeline crap right there is what that is. I'm okay that's with like, that. That's like some Grant Morrison, no, but the Golden Age actually happened and Bruce was actually the first Robin. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I love that idea. I actually really like the idea of Bruce kind of like because you know the whole thing the whole Batman facade is a fantasy that is inspired by the by Zorro yes totally and so it would make sense that he was like okay well uh I'm going to be a vigilante and uh why not like Robin Hood and Mm. so and and so like you know maybe he dresses Robin Hood but he has the cape and you know it gets ruined and then eventually he just goes by robin or he starts at robin hood and he's like nah but i want to be my own thing i don't know the point is he is kind of the first robin i love that idea that's not just a ruined universe idea that's like a fun like surprise he moonlighted as at age like nine or ten as robin for like a year or two before he left because like there is a gap between yes there is him being eight and being an orphan and then him leaving and becoming you know trained so yeah why not hey maybe that's how he learns the streets because it's not like an eight-year-old bruce wayne pre you know patricide Mm -hmm. is gonna know every nook and cranny of gotham maybe he learned it by being a kind of like street urchin I, I do like that. I believe uh, Snyder touched on that ever so briefly yes. in his Court of Owls, saying that when he was a little kid, he became like a Hardy Boys mystery buff, trying to figure out, like, oh, was this cult involved with the death of my parents? Ah, it's a big empty room. I'm sure this will never come back to bite me in the ass ever right. again. Thank God, by the way, on the level of restraint for Snyder to not have his parents be the casualty of the 
Court of Owls. Yeah. Again, I'm just reminded too that idea that stupid Gotham show actually kind of did that with young Bruce, like dressing up in black and going out at night as like a teen. Right, right. Yeah. It's not quite like as cute or scary, but it's like no, still. Yeah. yeah, I saw that outfit. Woof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jam Call X, L Squirrels Exchange, sponsored by Masculine Hygiene Products. Yeah. Mm. Need to get some dick pills? Why do that when you could chew <laughs> them as a gum? Blue chew. <laughs> no, don't mention them. They're not really a sponsor of the show. But people are going to want to Google the chewable dick pills, Sal, and I got to give them the right name better, so they can see. It better taste good. Uh, I know, right? Luke Varillo, Batman becomes the new master of the League of Assassins, takes control of Gotham, killing criminals. JL has to step in. JL versus Bat Family. You mean Shadowland? Shocked they've never actually tried to do something like that. Shit, don't even have Batman do it. Make it Red Hood, and it arguably makes a little bit more sense. Right? Hey, wait, I got it. Uh, Luke, let's call it League of the Shadowland, mm -hmm. or Shadow of the Batlands. <laughs> you know, it's like, That's... instead of calling them the Badlands, they're the Batlands. Uh, I like it. It's basically, like it. it would be like a revisiting of uh, No Man's Land but also totally ripping off Shadow's land, Shadowland. Totally. Batman, oh, well, to keep the city safe, I need to also blow up every bridge in and out. That way no new crime can come in and no old crime can leave. Well, that's the thing. It's like, well, when I'm when I'm exterminating rodents in my house, I seal all the entrances and then I kill what's inside. So I seal off all the exits and entrances. I deal with the vermin on the inside. Then maybe after a couple of years, I let some people come in and out. I don't know. I think that sounds fun. That'd be a crazy story, too, because you obviously know Damien would be like, well, it's about time, Father, that we've finally gotten down to business now. No more of this vigilante stuff. Hell, I always hoped you would do this. Here, here you go. Here, weaving in Damien. You know how, like, uh, Batman has all these contingencies? Batman mm. finds the secret folder of Damien's contingencies. Oh. And he finds the Batlands folder, and he's like, and, he, you know, he, he, he confronts Damien in his cave. There's that scene, father and son. Damien knows he's screwed, and he's got it all up on the screens behind him. He goes, I'm in. And you're like, yeah, what? I, honestly, that's like a thing you could do, and it wouldn't really screw up anything. You could even have Batman, hey, here's your trick. Batman kills Ra's al Ghul. Mm. Then he says, like, I'm the new League of Assassins, blah, blah, blah. You know, he brings in Talia. He doesn't really kill Raish. He puts him in, like, a Lazarus chamber. Not a uh. back-to-tank or a stasis tube. He uses Lazarus pit technology to keep, like, Raish under ice. He's like, I know he's got a, a recovery period, and I'm not going to violate my one rule, but if I trick them all into thinking I violated my one rule, then, then they'll really fear me, and they'll listen to me. That's, yeah, wow, that's actually pretty damn solid, too, now that you stop right? and break it down I, like that. Yeah, I mean, and that's, maybe the whole thing is, you know, he says to Damien, like, I'm in, and then he's like, oh, like, so he lures the League of Assassins in, you know, he, like, the whole thing is all kind of, like, who's who's playing who, and, like, a couple of, like, halfway through, like, some t things turn awry. Hell, maybe one of them kills joker or something that's when batman's like okay enough's enough i gotta go back to being batman i don't know jean paul comes in tries to take uh. him down i don't know like you got some neat ideas um phil garnhart uh got a new job as a community arts instructor and one of my hey. courses is all about comics congratulations phil that's a great gig and uh you know use it wisely have a good time that's the most important thing and make sure that as, if you as you're having fun your your students should have fun as well mm -hmm. uh, here's to you gentlemen well here's to you phil thank you very much uh all right before we get too deep into these super chats. Joel, what do you got? What's an idea? By the way, all these ideas 
it, our, our audience is way too creative because totally. they're coming up with ideas that not only do I want to see, but would not hurt the DC universe. So I know the these... Elseworld exchange audience always surprising. Yeah. So let's do it. What do you got? What, what's going to wreck everything? Okay, so we're starting off, again, we were on the Batman track anyway, and of course, when you're trying to ruin the DC universe, it's always got to start with Batman. Yep. Uh, you know how one of the things we love about Batman is that he is this great surrogate father figure who's always adopting kids and always picking new Robins, and his family's always growing, and that's kind of like a beautiful thing in and of itself? Sure. And because of that, you know, Damien was given all this, like, you know, extra attention and all this extra spotlight because, oh, he is the true progeny. You know, he is the biological son. Yeah, created through scientific means. He's a test tube baby. But, you know, still, he's the biological one. He exactly. shares all that stuff with Bruce. What if, though, one day we discover in the pages of Batman, turns out Bruce Wayne actually has a ton of illegitimate kids all <laughs> over the world because he's so concentrated on the mission and such a self-involved D-bag, he never bothered to wrap up his bat dong. And the only reason we never heard about these kids was because Alfred was secretly paying out all the mothers to keep their mouths shut oh about God. this. Yeah, that would be pretty disappointing. That really sucks. And then when Batman figures out about this, that splits up Batman and Alfred. He's like, how dare you do this, Alfred, to me? How did you go behind my back? Oh, I was protecting you, Master Bruce, because you're a fucking idiot. That's almost uh, what Wong and Doctor Strange were like during the Death of Magic when it oh, turns really? out that like Wong was like – he had like a legion of monks that were taking on the like personal – sacrifice you need to give in order to be like magic in order to use the kind that. of magics like yeah that but except it's alfred and it's just bastard children that sucks that's so disappointing that doesn't ruin the dc universe but it does ruin batman and as such it would well it doesn't ruin batman it just it, makes batman less sympathetic it, it will though the way i'm thinking of it because this <laughs> is just the beginning this is a ripple effect this is like the death of a hundred cuts is what this is yeah so him and alfred get into a fight alfred leaves right. and because of that Batman is without an Alfred now, which means he starts screwing up and he starts, you know, getting in more and more trouble. And he eventually thinks to himself, well, with no Alfred here around, I don't need to keep the Bruce Wayne personality alive. <laughs> I think I'll just burn down my mansion and go live in the woods in a Unabomber style shack. And because <laughs> of that, he basically becomes the Frank Miller Batman at this point. He becomes goddamn Batman now yeah. in canon. Yeah, yeah, that that would definitely, I mean, I love the idea of, I, I, I loved the the visual of Batman being like, I'm throwing it all away and I'm going to get more like direct. And I'm going to get more mm -hmm. like gritty. Grows a big, gross beard. He starts getting fat because he's not taking care of himself. He's living in the woods of Gotham. So that becomes a thing now. And they're like, oh, did you hear about that crazy new bum who moved in up the hill? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. That would really suck. And but But even then, you can fix it. You can fix it. All you got to do is be like, no, Alfred was manipulated by Talia. Tali, like those are all test tube babies as well. They're all right. Damien derivatives. Uh, it was a misunderstanding between between uh, Alfred and Bruce. Alfred and the Bat family go in. You get a cool fight between the Bat family and Batman in a kind of I don't remember what that movie was. Like it's about a Vietnam vet who takes over Central Park, and oh, so he's got yeah, all these, yeah, I know the one. He's got all these booby traps. Someone in the channel let me know. It'll be exactly that. I would even say, take it a step further. Alfred now with no hero to look after 
we do like a whole like year or worse of story where he like hangs out with all the other bat family members and helps them up. But then they're like, geez, we don't need this old British man breathing down our necks. So he goes to star city and becomes green arrows, Butler and green <laughs> arrow becomes a new Batman level hero now because he has Alfred helping him out. I could see that. I, I was, I, I love that idea of Alfred being just really shortening the gap between arrow and Batman and being like, mm -hmm. no, it's just that. Um, I was going to say, oh no, like Alfred, you know, pulls in the whole Bat family and like he, and he, he's it, with Batman out of the way, Alfred's like really like, pr like pragmatic and mm -hmm. he's really like effective and with his, with these willing people who aren't all damaged and broken, he's like, they're, they're, they're cleaning shit up. Batman's like actually making a hindrance to the cleanliness of Gotham. Interesting. The I didn't need him. He was holding me back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would ruin Batman, or the very that's least, a spit in the face. Yeah, yeah, make things frustrating. But yeah, so that would be I, fun. I also think you could have some Damien stuff too, where he like doesn't feel special anymore. Like what, oh, what, yeah. what? I'm I'm not the only child. I need to find all these illegitimate Bat children. And so he gets a whole mini series where he just goes around and tries to fight other children. <laughs> I think. Listen, you listen. We could fix this by finding out they're all freaking clones. But like, I love the idea of Damien going around like looking for his his brothers and sisters. And then like, mm. you know, and some of them are older, some of them are younger and they have like families, you know, it's like a kill bill kind of story. Very. Yeah. That'd be messed up and weird. Hell, Hey, go further. No, he goes and kills them all. Yeah. There you go. Some of them are, some of them are like our vigilantes. They can't, they can't help themselves. Some of them are policemen. Some of them are criminals, genetic. you know, some of the, and some of them are just like, you know, retirees or they're people who just want to, and he kills all of them. And you're like, Oh my God, Damien's like uh, irredeemable. Then it's like, nah, they weren't really real anyway. It's okay. Th that still ruins everything. But like at this point, what can you do that would make Damien less sympathetic? It's true. Uh, they really torpedoed a lot of his sympathy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that. That's great. That's a solid one. Thank you. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I was going to say just like the, the Wayne, like the Wayne death, like was a hit, like mm. making it less generic, making it more specific. The that idea that like everything, the idea that like, uh, Thomas Wayne is cheating on Martha. This is kind of in the uh, Batman damned realm where it's like Thomas Wayne was cheating on Martha. And the whole thing was, a assassination attempt gone wrong where he's like, I'm done with Martha. I got to get rid of her. And so it goes bad and they both die accidentally. But it turns out that Thomas was behind the whole thing. Right, um, right. Or Elseworlds love that because Earth 2 did that. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, so many have done that. Yeah. But just just basically where Batman finds out in the real continuity that his parents' death was not just specific, like, but also that it is kind of like warranted that he they right. asked for that you're batman for no reason yeah how um, does that make you feel because if you actually follow that line of logic batman should have a a holy existential crisis where he's like oh yeah i really don't i don't sh i shouldn't be this my money's from bullshit like everything about me is fake and made up and wrong yeah and so that would be like that'd be a way to ruin batman just it's a simple fix slash ruin like it's a it, you know it's just a it's just a very like subtle hey what if we just change this one thing you know from an editor's standpoint it's like oh yeah no we're having fun oh whatever it's just this little thing that happened mm -hmm. but in, but from the perspective of the reader or any creators 
it's just garbage. Like and it and it, and the far the further down you follow it, the worse it gets. Did Alfred know that Batman yeah. and Alfred's relationship is tainted forever? Did Leslie know? Does Leslie know? Blah. Was Leslie the other person? You know, like oh shit, like oh no. Which turned, is why she stuck around for all those years. Yeah, she's like, I'm really like, I'm actually, and then it turns out no, Leslie's actually really your mom. Like, bah, bah, bah. like <laughs> f you. Uh, that would be some bad shit. That would suck. Logan Shirley says, bouncing off the Bruce is Robin idea. Damien's a time-traveling teenage Bruce Wayne who creates that. his own self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> oh, no! Listen to That's me. That's a Marvel shit is what that is. Listen That's like me. some young teenage Tony Stark. I love that idea because it makes Damien not real, which <laughs> I'm all about. Uh, the idea that Damien is actually Bruce Wayne. Can you make that work? Can you make Damien not Bruce Wayne? Or actually Bruce Wayne? No. I mean, like maybe it would have it'd to be, be a hard pill to swallow yeah it'd be hard to, like yeah because batman doesn't have the memories it's like does it work when you close the loop like when he leaves or dies is that when batman gets all the memories of being damien and I he don't... has died in continuity a couple times exactly so i don't i don't know but that's a good way to screw things up certainly for damien uh saint lucia says uh Dr bruce dressed like robin when he trained with ducard okay mm. there you go so it's already Not there bad. Nice, thank also you. ties those two characters together because Peter Tomasi really liked the idea of making Ducard more of a Robin villain. Yeah. Jack O'Connell, Superman isn't really Kryptonian. He's a genetic experiment, and Martha and Jonathan made him. It's all a convoluted oh. experiment. I love you guys. Jack, that is that sucks a lot. Uh, I, so you're right on the money. Um, the idea that that Superman, if you screw with the origin at all, you've ruined Superman, right? Like, And they have. Oh, yeah, no. I, here, I got a terrible idea. Uh, Krypton was destroyed by a completely irrelevant, stupid bad guy who looks like a relic from the 90s. I love it. Everyone will love it, too. Everyone will love it. And I'll shove it down their throats. And in every arc of my current run of Superman, I'll just keep insisting on that character and, sh and telling you he's cool without actually showing you anything interesting about him. Sounds like a plan. Uh, off the back of that, I had another Superman-related one, and Let's also tied to uh, the Kent and to Smallville as a whole. Mm -hmm. uh, we find out that Ma, Pa, Kent, basically all of the Smallville characters were never real, but an advanced simulation that <laughs> Jor-El put together because Jor-El's a character now, so might as well do something about it. Right. And because Smallville's not important in DC continuity now. Anyway, there you go. All those characters aren't real. Even Lana, especially Lana, wasn't especially real. Lana. <laughs> Wait. So, wait, is it that they weren't real? Like, his whole experience in Smallville, he was actually still in the rocket, like, heading towards Earth, and it's all, like, a simulation. Like, it's like a, like a memory implant that he experiences as a kid. Like, when he crash lands on Earth, he's an adult. And right, he has this whole experience in his mind as he's heading towards Earth. That's one way to spin it, or these were advanced robot actors Ugh. that were around this whole time. Ugh. Maybe I, both. Let's do a little of both. Right, they're all Kellex. I, I mean, like, honestly, I hate both those ideas. I know. But if you want to mess with it, I, I like, if you want to make it narratively fun, I like the idea that it's like, he never landed in Smallville. Like, he, the whole thing, like, no, Jor-El knew about Earth. He learned about this crap. He, like... He wanted Superman slash Clark to be who he wanted him to be. And right. like Jonathan and Martha are basically like AI augmentations of themselves. It's like idealized versions. So yeah. it's like Jor and Lara actually did raise Clark, mm -hmm. but in Earth. Ugh. 
Yeah. And then he Ain't wakes up and it's shit. like he like the only like when his ship landed, he landed in the Arctic and the right. fortress built around the ship. There you go. And so when he like graduates, he wakes up out of it like Dean freaking Venture. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say we make him a Venture brother now. He went into his learning bag. Right. And he like and he's got the statues and crap. And he's like, right. I just caught up with myself. Like he doesn't think of it any any other way. And, you know, lo- and and they're all dead. So it doesn't he doesn't yep. have to look for them. Um, and yeah, that's it. Just conveniently enough, they're all dead. And then yeah. Yeah. you just pissed on your origin, the reason you are who you are. And what are you going to do now, now that you know it's all a lie? Right, yeah. I mean, with Superman, he wouldn't do anything. It just it, No, he wouldn't. You know, or worse, worse yet, he finds, like, a Pete Ross. Like, there really is, there really uh, was a Pete Ross. Uh, there really was a, La- a Lana Lang, you know? And he becomes a weird creeper now. Can we be friends now, Pete Ross? <laughs> yeah, like, Superman becomes, like, the stunted, weirdo, like, man-child, because he never really had a childhood at all. yeah. That would be a great way to ruin Superman. <laughs> Why would it ever? Um, what was it? Uh, Heartless Fang says, didn't Bruce already kind of control the League of Assassins and Son of the Demon? I mean, like, mm. didn't they already do everything? That but, like, true. the point we're making is, like, uh, yeah, he did control the League of Assassins in that original graphic novel that may or may not have taken place in any continuity <sighs> where he goes on, like, two missions and doesn't let them do anything. In this one, it's more like, it, no, it, it's it's Daredevil taking over the hand. The League of Assassins is in Gotham. They're mm. wearing bat suits. He's got them uh. all over the place. Yeah, no, they're all Batman, of course, because, like, you know, to, to perpetuate the myth of Batman's everywhere. Um, you know. There's a ton of bat signals in the sky. He set up a bunch of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, of course, his bitter rival in that one, in our original pitch, would be Gordon, because Gordon's like, yeah. get the hell out of here. Uh, 94 Evangelion says... Uh, make Wally the new anti-monitor and Tim Drake kill Spoiler to become the new Joker. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Wally being the new anti-monitor, I don't know if there's any precedent for that. I I, I like the idea of revealing the anti-monitor in a, in a way that sucks. I like the idea of revealing the anti-monitor actually, like, Mo- you know, he, actually, he's Mobius. Well, mm. no, actually, he's the future version of Batman or, or, right. or Barry. Um, that, that's why Anti-Monitor killed Barry. He needed to get, he, he's like, no, I need to move you here because I know how things work. And it's like, it's, it's, I don't think it's much of a stretch to bring together the franchises of Anti-Monitor and Flash because they are irrevocably tied because of Crisis. Exactly. Wait, I got this one for you there, Evangelion. Kill Wally, or no, uh, kill the Anti-Monitor. Wally's got to become the new Anti-Monitor. Because there there must must always be be one. one. Yeah. Uh, kill spoiler become new joker that sucks also also make all-star batman and robin canon <laughs> i mean that's kind of what i was doing with my crazy homeless living in the woods batman yeah. he would say i'm the goddamn batman literally saying all-star batman and robin boy wonder is your one would be a great way to wreck everything uh lily southern says oh. um where'd he go uh Here's one retcon that every Robin is a young Bruce Wayne clone with fake implanted memories in Batman's uh, quest to create the perfect crime fighter. All the Robins took this look the same anyway. Again, um, totally venture brothers it where it's like, you're not my adopted sons. You're my clones. I love the idea that like, yeah, I mean, at this point, d- since Damien is his son, he treat him like that anyway. And they all look the same. Like, yeah, that'd be funny. But it's like, no, Tully, like Tully is like, you think that I started now? I've been doing this for years. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> they could do that. They could do that and get away with it, too. Uh, that'd be DiDio's, like, wet dream. He'd be like, yeah! They're I all finally... fake! 
<laughs> it's even better too because it's like hey wasn't like jason todd redheaded for a little bit when he showed up right? uh yes that was a defective one that's why we don't talk about him anymore yeah, that was pre-crisis but really it was actually he was a crappy clone um, uh, you could do all thing where it's like uh you know the, all of them have their own quests to take like to, to you know to find their own identities uh there's a whole like mess of graysons and you can have like a book called Nightwings, and it's like all the Graysons are so well adjusted uh, anyway that they're all like there's a legion of Graysons, and they're all like they you know they travel around the country. They got their own little like tra like uh, acrobat act. Yeah, their own circus. I but like it, that. But at nighttime, they fight as Nightwings. That's, <laughs> that's fun in a terrible way. Also, you yeah. know what you do because it's all clones. You steal an idea from Hideo Kojima and be like, oh, you all have the bat die virus because you know clones were never meant to live this long. You're all breaking down and aging at an advanced rate. I could see that happening. Oh yeah. Um, Southern Ram. Says that's funny. His superpower is super sperm. Lol. That's <laughs> yeah. Batman. Yeah. Not me to go to the bathroom the mark, and super sperm. Oh yeah, bullseye. Uh, Rusky says Alfred is Bruce's real father. He'll make Alfred Batman sixty six, and he retired. He'll make I mean, Alfred Batman sixty six, and he retired. I see. Yeah. Yeah, M Morrison played around with that idea, and what was it? A uh, black glove, where it's like, but what if he was? Why did he stick around? Yeah. 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 That's a uh, truly terrible idea. Uh, yep. Here's a fun one, a total superior Spider-Man riff. So remember when Hal Jordan was Parallax that one time and everyone still remembers it and that's how they justified all his bad behavior? Of course. Okay, twist. It was always Parallax. Parallax never left. He's just been pretending to be Hal Jordan this whole time, <laughs> play, playing nice so that he can ultimately do a big bad evil thing and we can have like final night too. But that's the big reveal. Ha ha ha. I've actually been Parallax this whole time. And where's Hal? Is he dead? Uh, yeah, he he died originally after Coast City was destroyed. Oh my and, God. And All we right. haven't seen him yet, but that's okay because original Hal can come back as a Black Lantern. Right. <laughs> And then you can resurrect him when you beat those Black Lanterns. There you go. There that you could go. happen. It could. No one's going to complain about that retcon for Green Lantern at this point. I mean, we'll undo like, I don't know, like 30 odd years yeah. of history. Yeah, about 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. And say none of it happened. It was actually just Parallax acting this whole time. Ugh, that would suck. That would ruin Green Lantern for a while. Yeah. 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 You, you just like Secret Empire it, but with Hal Jordan and then like, uh, his like evil lanterns take over earth and everything and we do a time jump oh yeah definitely oh yeah jason turner says a twist of for the robin after damien he or she is the child of the joker batman's greatest enemy is the father of his new protege hey oh. where did you how did you know the end of uh arc of of batman white knight 2 oh really because that's definitely where they're going with it is that batman <laughs> and harley are gonna hook up they're gonna have he's gonna take care of the twins he's gonna have to raise the joker's children interesting i i didn't see that coming but now i'm very interested to see if that happens uh comics misexplained says i hate it nice job joel yeah <laughs> uh, i know you're that, that is the highest praise for this i hate it thank you i hate that it has to you have to hear that story and be like no but it ruins everything then we did it we, we succeeded sure how about does. batman adopts billy batson and mr mind is his in his head and he keeps trying to kill damien by accident a la mm. the good son Ooh. Um, I, we've pitched the billy is robin forever uh but i like the idea that mr M that like there's a creepy twist on it uh so yeah that would suck i would not like that <laughs> uh here's a fun one too that will also ruin everything by osmosis henry allen barry allen's father actually did kill nora <laughs> and reverse flash has been lying about it this whole time because he's like no i knew you would figure it out eventually that i've actually been fucking with you how does that make you feel your dad actually did kill your mom and i've been lying to you this whole time that'd be very messed up that would be very it, messed up. 
And like at that point, Barry's like, well, I have to quit being Flash now because I have to reevaluate this case now. And this like needs to consume my entire life now. I know. Hey, um, you can make multiple. Um, there can be multiple Aobard Thorns, right? Like throughout time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, time doppelgangers. Thorns is real dad. Oh, I'm shocked they haven't actually done that. And another Thawn killed killed his mom. You know what I mean? Like, so it's because even Thawn can't control Thawn. Right? Exactly. There you go. Thawn's Barry's dad. That would ruin the flat. Somewhere, Josh Williamson had a friggin' like had an uncomfortable Aneurysm. moment. Yeah, he's just like ah. Um, Nilfinity Gaming says Snapper Car becomes the new question after he's kicked out of the Justice League and the question takes him in and then dies so he goes around killing all the DC's heroes and you see you just pitched a really decent idea until he started killing everybody yeah up I until mean, then I'm like well that's a fun black label book right there but really you just pitched Rene Montoya's origin <laughs> which just became the question different. but uh, but yeah I, I like the idea of Snapper Car becoming a, a dark question or just Snapper Car being a bad guy in general, like he's the next event bad guy. They unmask him. It's like it's me, Snapper Car. Remember, I used to be your boy sidekick. Literally, Snapper Car will join the annals of history alongside like Maxwell Lord and whatnot of being mm -hmm. like, oh my God, it's it was me. Yeah, I see that happening All along. anytime. Ooh, here, here you go. Here's a good one. Uh, sidekicks, like forgettable sidekicks, yeah. start showing up dead in like a weird seven style serial uh -huh. killer thing. Mm -hmm. And oh yeah, it was actually me, Snapper Car, one of the only. Uh, like leftover characters who never went bad because I represented a kinder, gentler age. Well, guess what? I'm fucking crazy now. Yeah, that'd be great. He kills the first person he kills, Billy Badson. There well, you go. The first, like, the first person they find, because like, then you could do the you could build the whole thing as who killed Billy Badson, and it's like this whole stupid identity crisis type. Mur type murder I was gonna say now we're doing identity crisis again with all the same problems. Exactly. Uh, Gorgon Fish says, an event where we learn the Guardians locked the emotional spectrum from the universe, except for the top 1% that attract rings. The lock mm -hmm. is broken. The event ends in a new and old characters tapping into the emotional spectrum. So, like, anybody can be, like, a, like a lantern. Interesting. That's, uh, actually, I don't mind that idea. <laughs> no, no. It's like, yeah, I've always thought it is a little weird how they dole out the powers, where it's like, why do we let the little blue guys decide who controls the emotional spectrum? Shouldn't we all have a say in who can control the emotional spectrum? Right? Um, I got a pitch for you. Here we go. Uh, Please do. Lex Luthor knew Clark Kent when they were children. Uh, mm -hmm. Luthor and uh, Kent had like conversations about morality and heroes and, and responsibility mm -hmm. when they were kids, because that's what you do when you're a teenager. You're you're, you're thinking about everything. Naturally, uh, Luthor, of course, puts together who he is, where he's from, all that stuff. Clark is like, okay, what do we do about it? And they and they formulate the hero villain relationship as oh. a predetermined like so you'll do this and then I'll do this and then it's oh, like and the safe shit. word is this and if anything goes too far like I'll do that so the whole Superman Luther is relationship is a performance is a performance and it's just a way to make Superman look good but also oh. a way to like firmly establish him in as a hero so it's like they'll never accept me if I'm an alien or it's or Luther's so convincing that Clark's like I'm smart enough and super enough to recognize when you're right. And My God. who am I to 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 determine the his, like the the destiny of humanity? Jesus Christ. And you could even make it even deeper and also kind of dumber by having Luther be like, look, I'm going to be a big deal businessman someday. And I have discovered that the best businessman to their shareholders are the ones that show, you know, zero morality. That means for every takedown piece, their stock actually rises and does better. Uh -huh. So what's better than having no morality? Being a supervillain. Yeah. Yeah. 
everyone's going to want to invest in my company and own stock if they think I have a ray gun or if I'm <laughs> going to like take over the earth at some point. That's right. Yeah, that would ruin. Holy shit! That would that would be. Like, that's like a that's like either a black label or a Brian Azzarello book. Uh, I and feel Lois like finds out, and Superman's like, "Well, I never thought we were doing anything wrong. I right. mean, like, I, I always saved the day. Eventually. Well, that's the thing is that like, don't worry, Luther thinks he's got it all controlled. But like, I, you know what I mean? Like, they're both playing each other, and they also mm -hmm. are think they're all part of the same plan. Like, don't worry. Like, if Luther ever really went off the reservation, like, I would mess him up. Don't worry. I'm a super god, and Luther's like, don't worry, I've got kryptonite mist or something in my pocket just in case. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Rusky says, Kryptonians were created by Darkseid as foot soldiers, and Krypton was destroyed by High Father. I think that's great. So we're dragon balling it, basically, is what we're doing. Yeah, they're sayings. All right. Man I have an equally dumb idea, though mine was involving the Amazons. The Amazons aren't Greek heroes. They're oh, actually aliens, and the Greek gods are an offshoot of the new gods, meaning that uh, Diana is not a Greek demigod. She is a new demigod. I like that. That's that's actually kind of cool. I thought you were going to go where it's like, no, the Amazonians are actually Daxamites or they're Kryptonians. Oh, fuck. Like, they're the law. It's like, it's like the Amazons are, a like, are like Kandor. Like, they're a lost colony. I mean, we can do both, where they're a lost colony of Kryptonians, but also the Greek gods are just new gods wearing different hats. Yeah, I that's great. I, I would actually read that. <laughs> See, I think that's super dumb, because I feel they are always robbing Wonder Woman of the few things that make her special, yeah. like her connection to the Greek pantheon and everything. That's when they're like, oh, we're going to do horror stories with Wonder Woman, or oh, we're going to take her powers away, or oh, we're going to do this. I'm like, what's what's wrong with just doing sword and sandal Ray Harryhausen, guys? Fucking seriously. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying that's that's so ridiculous, and it might actually get people to start buying more. I I mean, we did pitch once upon a time in our, uh, what is it, side Patreon show, what if uh, Wonder Woman took over Apocalypse yeah. and deposed Darkseid. That's right. Uh, Luke Verillo says, Kent's and major Smallville players are U.S. agents planted, placed in deep cover to raise Kal-El to be an American asset. They were the first mm. on the scene in the rocket crash. The whole thing's the Truman Show is basically what you're saying, Luke. Uh, again, that's like a good black label book right there. It would be terrible in continuity, but it's a black label book. And he figures it out, and he goes all like Homelander nuts. Uh-huh. I think that's that's a great Elseworlds pitch. I would read that book in a heartbeat. Exactly. They're all, they're all fake. But some actually cared, and some actually didn't. Exactly. And you'll, and you'll be surprised who... Exactly. And at the end, Superman just dumps the whole thing and says, screw you all, I'm moving to Canada. Right. <laughs> just him up in Winnipeg there, fishing like, this is better now. I'm fine this with this. This is better. Uh, what was it? Um, Sal Althani helping us out in a big, bad way. Thank hey, you very much, Sal, man. That's awesome. He goes, hey, guys, how's it going? It's going well, man. How about you? <laughs> Hope you're doing well yourself. Uh, thank you so much for your contribution, man. It's so helpful. Uh, comics Watching says, just wanted to take advantage of the free super chat for two of my favorite guys on YouTube. Keeping up the excellent work. Loyal listener here. Well, thank you very much, Comics Watching. Or should you, should I say Comics Listening? Because you've been a listener mm. for a long time. No, but thank you very much for watching, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, Dennis Bell. Dr. Manhattan goes to fight slash meet the presence. Crisis of faith. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I don't believe in you, God. God is a watchmaker. No, I'm the presence. I'm, like, legitimately actually God. Ah, crap. I can hit you. Oh, Okay, then. Well, well, this ruins everything. Yeah, well, that changes everything, doesn't it? Uh, Jam Call X, let Chuck Austin write the Justice League with the mindset that he had when he was writing the X-Men. Also exposed what the leak did to Dr. Light during Identity Crisis in a campaign led by Lois. Mm. Um, I love the idea of, like, well, no. Um, I could see this happening. A, like, Lois-led, 
you know, truth campaign that outs everybody. Right, right. Um, that's like a Bendis book that's coming. You know that. Totally. Well, yeah, I think Bendis really does want to make Lois into some kind of villain because he hangs everything <laughs> wrong in that series on her. I know. And, of course, he's dropping the identity. It's like, what are you doing, man? It's really funny how it's like, oh, wow. Like, hey, I got an idea. Let's ruin Superman's origin. Let's make Lois the bad guy. Or at the very least, like, unsympathetic. Let's, yeah, that, let, let's, it's like, do you actually hate Lois or are you just being a lazy writer? I can't right. tell. And, like, let's let's take Superman's, like one of his four things that you know about him and take it away. Like, you know what I mean? Just get rid of his secret identity entirely. Totally. Um, hey, how about we make Batman into like a, an idiot and <laughs> we yeah. make, we make Bane really important. Like, Hey, how about we like replace everyone in the justice league with random people just as a publicity stunt. And then we'll put all the, <laughs> if this is true, it makes me crazy. The idea that they're like, okay, so with 5g, we're going to replace all the heroes with new characters, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. We're going to make ongoing series with the original characters going on their own adventures like it never happened in the Black Label series. Uh, that's like saying, you know, that's, that, that, that is what it is. It, you, are, you are basically saying like, hey, don't buy them. No, that sounds like we're doing a crisis in a few years anyway, so we might as well have some fun with this before it's all over. I, woof. Tevi, of course, uh, 10-year-old John Kent, Superboy's trapped on Earth-3, and teen John Kent is really Harvest in disguise. Oh, God, someone friggin' remembered Harvest? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Damien has to save his friend from Harvest. That's not a bad idea anyway. I mean, like, right? Fix it. That is some deep-ass New 52 Scott Lobdell. I was not ready for that today. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for a Harvest reference. No. Good call. I, I have a I have a Superman one here, and again, this this is a different kind of ruining. Uh, remember way back in the John Byrne era of action comics, they had that storyline where, like, Big Barda and Superman were brainwashed by sleaze of the new <laughs> gods to make, like, yeah. a porno movie? I, yeah, I do remember that, yes. And remember how Superman's like, oh, but, you know, I got my brain power back, and luckily that never happened, but people remember this story just like, goddamn, John Byrne, what were you thinking? Uh-huh, I think I know where you're going with this. Well, the tape leaks out on the internet in the year 2019 because Superman actually did go through with it and he lied to Lois about it never happening. <laughs> and Barda lied about it too. So we break up two couples and now everyone's seen Superman's dong on the internet. There you go. That'll so sell. Super and so Superman becomes a joke and a laughing stock. And like, uh, what is it? Luther starts putting a bunch of money into like, uh, what is it? Like tabloid journalists to try and chase the heroes around now. Oh hell, Luther buys the rights to the tape and he makes oh, it absolutely. free and accessible to everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm beaming it to every computer in the world right now. You all have to see it. You this. get a free copy when you buy the new Luther phone. Like, oh God, <laughs> he's just on a float, just like in Metropolis, just throwing DVDs at people. Yeah. I that's a that's a great way to ruin things. Absolutely. And you use continuity to ruin things. You bring a bad thing back. Right, right. Uh, Logan says the, uh, Logan Shirley, that is, the original Justice League 1 ended with Starro's victory, and everything since the Silver Age has been a hive mind hallucination. Wow. Yeah, that would be a hard retcon. That'd be a hard crisis. That's nuts. Louis uh, says, or Louis, let me know in the comments, Louis or Louis. Uh, here's another one. Retcon that Lex Luthor's mind has been in Superman's body since death of Superman. Oh, God. Ugh, no. <laughs> yuck. Yuck. Um, here's, a, here's, here's another uncomfortable yuck one. Uh, Green Arrow ends up leading the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's like a thing you know it's coming. 
I don't like it, but yes, because it goes against everything the character stands for, being a pawn of the government and the worst wing of the government, too. Right? I love that. How about this? He he kills somebody. You know, he crosses a line, and he feels like he deserves it. So he put, he, he, he gives himself up thinking he's going to go to jail, and then Waller comes in. She's like, you're mine now, queen. Mm, had, a, had Rise of Arsenal, Fall of Green Arrow gone on a little longer. Yeah. Ugh. That sucks for Arrow. And uh, you can even make it worse where it's like, oh, we arrested Black Canary for something and she actually gave you up to save her own skin. So now you're broken up, too. Yeah, got to break them up. Got to break up the marriages or relationships where you can. That'll really help ruin things along the way. Or no, you know what it is? Uh, what is it? Arsenal gets busted for heroin again and he gives up Oliver Queen. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because we haven't drugged poor Roy through the dirt long enough now. <laughs> we need to go that extra length. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Michael Banner. John isn't Superman's son, but a clone. Bendis. Yep. Mm, that's mm. like, yeah, that's why Jamie and John are so close because they know they're both fake. Right. In their heart of hearts. Also, <laughs> Rogelzar is actually just future John. I expect, actually, my pitch was Rogelzar is future Superman. Mm. And then like, he destroys his own homeworld and he's like, it's just like, it, it all goes bad. <laughs> it's all just this self-fulfilling time loop. Yeah. He's like Nemesis from from uh, Resident Evil oh, 2. Oh, God. Where it's like, no, he's a really beautiful man inside. Can't uh, you tell? Look at these close-ups of his eyes. Yeah, look at his beautiful again, blue they, eyes. Which they do with Rogelzar and Nemesis. Holy shit. Yeah. Heartless Fang, Bruce is constantly resentful of Clark because he finds out he's badly he's a badly made clone of Clark by the Waynes who wanted a perfect son. Again, that's some straight up uh, the boy stuff right there. Yeah. Ah, no, they don't want like the Waynes didn't even know about Clark. I like the idea of of Superman being a clone or 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 Batman being a clone or being a derivative of Superman. Hey, how about this? Uh, Bruce Wayne was actually another orphan son of Krypton. Like he was, you know, he, oh. and, he and Clark arrived around the same time, but Batman slash Bruce flew through a like red solar radiation cloud and it like poisoned his cells or whatever to make it so that when he was hit by the raid for the, the yellow sun of the earth, it gave him, it didn't give him cancer and he didn't get superpowers, but it's right. why he's like, why he seemingly is at like top, like, you know, it's why he like doesn't need to sleep and why he's faster and why he's like strong. So like so long and everything like that. Interesting. Interesting. So it's like, you're better than regular people, but only by a little bit. Right. But actually you're not even a person like you're, you, you and Clark are brothers or something or, or, you yeah. know, like, you know, racial, racial brothers. Cause they're from the same that's, place. That's, that's some bad anime shit right yeah, there. That's some crap. Uh, uh, Joshua Mayhead helping us out in a big way. Thank you very much, Josh, for your contribution. Really appreciate it, dude. Thank you so much. Uh, Jack O'Connell says, Batman goes full creeper and in grooming Cassandra to be the mother of his ultimate crime-fighting child like Endeavor uh, in My Hero Academia. Uh, uh, any any anime ideas are going to ruin DC. <laughs> any anime ideas are kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I just, but if you're going to, you're going to try to anime up DC, you're going to, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, Which, I mean, yeah, I can't think of, like, few situations where they have tried something like that. And obviously, we're getting a younger crop of writers who grew up watching anime, so I'm sure they'd want to incorporate some of those ideas. Well, I don't know if you know this, but, like, uh, Scott Snyder's kids, or at least, like, one of them is a huge anime fan. He's getting into my really? I mean, Yeah. And uh, so, as such, if you've read his most recent stuff, it may feel a little more inspired by anime, and it's that's why. I guess so. Huh. I never thought of that. Uh, Matthias Pereira, Ares created the Amazons to be his perfect ar army. Uh, I'm expecting that to happen any time. 
Didn't didn't that happen in one continuity, or am I just remembering that? Right, wrong? it feels like it, but maybe not. I mean, I'm sure it's like it's literally like so close to another thing that happened or an idea they've had. Yeah, that that feels like that's been done. Where it's like, yeah, the Amazons, they were warriors, they worshipped war. It makes sense. Yeah, like you're almost having like a Mandela effect where you're like, did they do that already? <laughs> yeah, that's, this is totally Bernstein Bears. Like, no, I feel like I read that somewhere. <laughs> exactly. I thought, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Didn't I read that already? Uh, Mr. Roboto, why is DCU keep destroying itself? My guess, cocaine. Um, mm. You know, I, cocaine fueled the 80s. A lot of things got done. I don't know. Boy, I, I feel, on, I, on, the, on the marching powder. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like this is this is something else. These are they're probably on downers. You know, if I mm. were to, to guess. Uh, Rebel friend says, uh, we'll deal with you soon enough. Uh, don't have an idea off the top of my head, but just wanted to throw out some money your guys' way. Well, thank you very much, my friend. Oh, thank uh, you, thank you. You're very kind. Uh, and Lewis Southern says, uh, uh, it went away. Last one, Joker pushes Batman into a vat of chemicals that bleached his skin. This is such a fun topic, guys. Kudos. That's, oh, yeah. Have we never tried to bleach Batman? Right? I mean, we basically did with the freaking Batman who laughs. I guess so. Ugh. Batman Although him surviving the acid does also cheapen the whole Joker survives the acid, which is why I didn't like when they did that with New 52 Harley, where it's like, no, really only the Joker should be able to survive something like that because it's a weird twist of fate like the Waynes getting shot in an alley. I always like the idea that Harley could leave, but she's crazy. Like, mm -hmm. Harley, like, Joker can't ever be normal. No. Even if he was, like, not insane. Uh, but Harley could clean off her makeup and go home. Yeah. Uh, but she's so crazy that, like, you know, her her damage is internal. Absolutely. Uh, so, but I like. I mean, listen, that would that would be that would be a crappy thing. I would not want that. Uh, Philip Vaughn, cyborg used by Batman as surveillance device. That is oh, New Fifty Two. Isn't that New Fifty Two? Isn't that what basically cyborg was at that point? Was just a tool. D did they do that where it's like, hey, you're literally going to be like my Amazon Echo and I'm going to listen in on everyone else's conversations? Yeah, I, I like that idea that like, you know, if you were going to like redo Identity Crisis or something like Batman is like, yeah, no, no matter how many times you wipe my mind, I still hacked Cyborg when he first showed up. Mm. And so I've been like just listening to tapes from Cyborg forever because everyone talks in front of Cyborg because nobody regards him. He doesn't oh, even that's... know that I'm freaking, he doesn't even know that I'm using him. And he's like, oh, that's an excellent rune because it's a breach of trust. It's Batman being an unlikable, un uh, paranoid jerk. Yep. It's reminding people that Cyborg has been really useless since they haven't let him be a Teen Titan, part of the one team that he actually belonged on. So that's like a trifecta of terrible. Yeah, that really wrecks everything. Good call, Phil. Riley Smith, Darkseid controls the source and commands Highfather and the New Gods to attack the DC Universe through the source. Mm. All right. That's like a I'm, new God's war. I'll take that. That's not it's bad. Like, it's like making good guys, bad guys. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, no, it's the same thing as like, again, like, oh, how about they destroy the soul, the source wall? And actually there's like a really, really super duper bad guy who was contained within it. And they really created the universe. Like that sucks. And they're doing that right now. Yeah. That's perpetua. Ugh. Uh, what was it, Dominic B? Two of my favorite guys, just showing some love. Well, thank you, Dominic. You're very kind. Thank you. Uh, Nilfinity Gaming, Steppenwolf comes to Earth to collect. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. I know. That was a terrible idea. What a, what a bad movie that would be. I know, right? How do you ruin an idea? Well, first off, Steppenwolf. Okay, you're already off to a great start. Yeah, put Steppenwolf in it. Words no one says. Steppenwolf and... <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, as if Sayed helping us out. Thank you very much. Taylor Petcher. Thomas Wayne was a pseudonym for Rachel Ghoul. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I'm your real father, which also means... Means that Tali is your sister and you had sex with her and ooh. Hey, that's... Damien, you're going to need a lot of therapy. That's horrible. Yeah, that would wreck everything. <laughs> well, why did you why did why did you think that you know you were the only one for her and vice versa? I am a weird man from a weird point in time when that was perfectly acceptable. Exactly. No, I'm a king and I you know I got to keep the bloodline pure. Gross. Very uh, gross. 94 Evangelion have Stephanie Brown be Bruce and Vicky Vale's illegitimate daughter make mm. James Robinson do the sequel to Cry for Justice. <laughs> yeah, Cry for Justice getting a sequel is a good way to ruin everything. Uh yeah, Stephanie Brown, Bruce Wayne's secret daughter. That's fine. Yikes. I'd take that. Yeah. I mean, Again, just in general, secret kids. Yeah, secret kids. Ugh. But I like that. I, 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 that, was, that doesn't ruin everything for me. Uh, Andre Dieter says, uh, Alfred helped get Jason killed to get Bruce to stop. Oh, There God. you go. That's so an like, idea. It's like war games, but worse. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Rusky, Batman and Superman start a fight that breaks the league up. Uh, it breaks the lead in two over the use of precognition teen to prevent crime. Y okay, so Civil uh, War II, boo. Uh, by the way, horrible idea. I love that. I, I love the idea of, okay, Civil War in DC. That would mm -hmm. be stupid and terrible. Batman versus Superman, two different Justice Leagues doing yep. their own thing. That's basically injustice. More or less, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Vidal Ruiz says, uh, or Vidal says, uh, keep it keep it up, guys. Love Sal's point of view on everything. It's like he loves it and is excited by it, but at the same time is a realist. I'm the same way. Thank you very <laughs> much. It's very kind of you. I was actually going over the podcast for the show, which you can download on iTunes and I think Stitcher and Spotify. Mm -hmm. And there was one review. There's a ton of very positive reviews, and I spent uh, the better part of a day like reading all of them, and I'm like, wow, really, really nice. There's one one-star review, and it's like, Sal is a crybaby. Comic <laughs> Comics are changing. Get over it. And I'm like... Get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, be, and because we are YouTube creators, we will always think back to the one negative one. Yeah. No, it just, it came on like, because I'm like, we're at 4.8 on iTunes. And I'm like, a 4.8? And then it's like, because one guy thinks I'm a dick. And I'm like, fair yeah. enough. I can't argue with that. Uh, Gorgonfish. Doomsday is actually a god in the Kryptonian pantheon. Ha! Uh, I'll do you one better. Uh, there's a sect of Amazonians that worship Doomsday. Oh, shit. Just, just tying them all together. Uh, Joshua, right? The anti-life equation turns out to be six elemental gems. I <laughs> <laughs> control fundamental aspects of reality and grant ultimate power when brought together. I mean, like, right? Do we have to put them in some kind of mitten to keep them all safe? Some kind of boot? Uh, or grill? The infinity grill? The infinity grill. See, I like the boot idea because Batman's like, ah, yes, I have the boot now. No yeah. one can stop me. This is the retcon boot. I just kick people out of existence. Yeah, oh my god, that's so great. <laughs> um, uh, Weeby and Geeky says, Silas Stone made Cyborg, and Cyborg was never human. He was just a Pinocchio that got the, got the closest to being human. I'm okay mm. with that. I love the idea that, like, no, I... Yeah, no, why do you think there's so much robot and so little human? I mean, they're not doing much with Cyborg at the moment, so really anything you can throw his way is a godsend. <laughs> that's the thing. The, the the most interesting thing they did with him recently was in an alternate universe made him the catalyst for a zombie apocalypse. Also, Doom Patrol, the whole show, Doom Patrol. Well, the, that's the show. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm okay with that retcon because I don't really care about Cyborg too much. So I'm like, okay, that does ruin Cyborg, and I'm sure a lot of people would be upset. 
but also mm-hmm. you could get some really fun stories out of it. You also couldn't really call him cyborg anymore because he literally wouldn't be one at that point. No, he's I mean, he's got organic parts. It's just that he's not. He was never a man. Right. Okay. King Sabretooth. So he's like, a, he's like yeah. a Frankenstein. Exactly. He's a he's a he's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, King Sabretooth says cyborg being hacked by Batman. Not a good idea. Rich white guy in the hood experimenting on a black dude might not play too well. Hey, whoa. whoa, whoa. You know, we're not talking about experimenting. We're talking he put a tracking, he put a, he put a listening device on Cyborg. We're not talking which, about like wrecking him. Which also, too, you know, like uh, what is it? Uh, z- 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 security violations and everything, too. That's that's a fourth uncomfortable prong you found the racial dimension. Right. Thank you. Yeah, that, we got four prongs. Yeah, of see, this is that's the thing, though. You think about it, I think about it, but they're not thinking about it. So that's an idea where they're like, "I'll do that," and then it's like. Well, isn't that kind of problematic? And they're like, no. Uh, Christian Black, Axis for DC. Yeah, that would suck. I mean, isn't that exactly what we're doing right now with the evil Batman who laughs teams? They're just inverted versions of themselves? Yes. Yes, but... Oh, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. Right down to them actually kind of having valid points a little bit there, like Blue Beetle being like, I'm so powerful and no one calls me back. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, TV says Damien snaps and pulls Tower of Babel 2, spares John, though. Oh, God. Yeah, that's coming. You know that's coming, only the difference is Batman's going to try and take him down. Penultimate chapter, Batman versus versus Damien. Then it turns out the last one is John versus Damien. There you go. <laughs> but what leaguers haven't we ruined? We've ruined Green Arrow, Flash, Batman, uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Kind of. Uh, we haven't ruined Martian Manhunter any. Um, because they keep resetting him every few years. He's a dirty space cop. Uh, well, okay, maybe he's not. Well, he was actually a secret weapon from Martian, so he wasn't even a real Martian. And it's hard to ruin him. Uh, he was Bloodwind. Right, yeah, no, there's a lot of, yeah, Martian Manhunter's already ruined, you might say. Like, like uh, no one cares enough about his continuity to actually ruin him in any meaningful way, because every time he gets a new miniseries, they basically start him from scratch regardless. That's the saddest reveal I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at the heroes right now. Shazam. Same with Hawkman, where it's like your your continuity is a mess already, so he just said it's all canon. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, Shazam, eh, like, you could really do anything to him at this point. We'll, we'll ruin you by having a really good book that doesn't come out anymore. Right. <laughs> That's how we'll ruin you over time, so people will forget the book is on the shelf and forget to pick it up so there it slowly go. dies. Perfect. Uh, Taylor Pester says the Amazons are actually rapist killers that don't care about spreading love and peace. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, uh. Why does that sound familiar? I don't know, but uh, it would certainly ruin the Amazons for a while. I'm glad that didn't happen. Comics Miss explained, uh, Darkseid's dad, Yugacon, was last seen trapped in the source wall. Maybe he should reveal himself soon and date Perpetua. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't Superboy Prime supposed to be in there, too? Wasn't everyone theorizing he was going to pop out of there at some point? Didn't Bendis say he was going to use him at some point? He did. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Well, listen, there's a crisis coming. I'm sure Superboy Prime will be in some way involved. Or maybe Bendis just lied like he likes to do. Yeah. Oh, Aquaman. We didn't ruin Aquaman yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, he's a hard character to ruin, too, because Aquaman <laughs> has been ruined. Yeah, for cut off his hand to make him a brooding douche. Make him a brooding douche. Uh, re- make him a weird, like, seaweed monster and replace him with a new younger guy whose name is also Arthur. Yeah, I guess you could, like, you could you could Wonder Woman him up and be like, no, Poseidon's his dad. 
that would be pretty shitty because, yeah, that destroys his connection to humanity and all that other good thematic stuff. Then it turns out he's got secret water powers and, like, now Mera's irrelevant. And also he's, like, mm-hmm. you know, he, like, he can... And he's feeling more like a god anyway. And then, like, he fights Poseidon and he kills Poseidon and he becomes king of the sea and whatever the hell that means. Like, right, eh, that ruins Aquaman. There you go. Because he's... And all the while, he's also entirely unrelatable. Yeah. Um, Tevia Smolka says, uh, Bart Tor and Hell return to kill John, Kent, and Damien? What is all these new 52? Yeah, don't Love use Dell that anymore. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I mean, really, just, <laughs> just refer back to anything he did. Yeah, so basically make Scott Lodell the, like, editor-in-chief of DC Comics, what you're saying. <laughs> um, Mr. Supertastic, Doomsday was made by Amazonians when Superman crashed, and Diana's his future wife and a spy. Both were injected with Kryptonian DNA and magic. Yeah, that would suck. That would be lame. I hate it. Um, yeah, I hate it. Uh, and uh, Edward Bar- Eobard Thawne, hey, the speedster himself is in the chat right now. He says, Doomsday was created by the real Justice League because they were roped in by Batman into thinking Superman was too powerful mm. and to have him too dangerous to have around. So they created a false history all pooling their abilities together and it was the most complex plan of all time. Oh my God. I mean, that would suck, but I feel like it's a little too complicated for them. Uh, we being geeky, Amanda Waller figures out she is half Amazonian and takes over Paradise Island and pulls the amazing as the female assassin and Wonder Woman on the Suicide Squad. Honestly, See? you just need her to take over Paradise Island. He doesn't, she didn't even, even need to be an Amazonian. Yeah, that's pretty fucking dope, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just Amanda Waller takes over. She declares war on Paradise Island and then topples Apollo and she's like, I got some big changes coming. You know, my problem was I always worked in man's world under men who didn't appreciate the work I did keeping America safe. Now I will conquer this island nation, declare myself queen. Yeah, that's literally, Waller. that's like a pitch because it's like you start, you start, you know, you relaunch Suicide Squad. This time mm. it's an all-female team and mm. you're just playing with the idea like, oh, we're just doing this. Like, you know what I mean? You don't even know you're going to Paradise Island, but like it's an all-female team and of course, you kill one of them, or there's one guy and he dies. Maybe it's Captain right. Boomerang. You know, you ruin sure. that. But uh, and then Amanda, and then it's like, and she, they go on a few missions, but it's really her like figuring out if they could take him down. Maybe they attack like the League of Assassins, or like basically like armies of people who are highly trained. So she sees how they handle that whole thing, and then goes like, now we're gonna go to a real eye on the prize. By the way, like this, you do this. This is the one. This is the last mission, and you are free to to mm. go. You know, because right. like, you'll be on Paradise and you can do whatever you want. I like that a lot, actually. That's, that's like an issue three reveal is what that is. Yeah, yeah. That's like a whole thing. Uh, good call, Weeby. Uh, Rusky says, Arthur moves to a coastal city and starts being a knockoff Batman. Yeah, they did that too. And you know it because you watched it back issues on uh, Sub Diego. Uh-huh. Uh, Lucas Argano helping us out. Argano helping us out very much. Thank you very much, Lewis. Uh, Mr. Robotov, Rogozar rules the DC universe. Yeah, he sucks. I would hate that. That could, that could happen. I can see it. King Sabretooth to ruin Aquaman, turn him from a saltwater hero to a freshwater hero. <laughs> yeah, he's the Great Lakes Aquaman. <laughs> oh, man, that's like some shit Black Manta does. He shoots him with a ray. It's like, what, that didn't do anything. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> you can't process seawater anymore. <laughs> And that means there's no one to stop Black Manta and his pirate crew from, like, taking over the seven seas because, you know, friggin' Aquaman is up here in Canada chilling yeah. in, like, Ontario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no fit any gaming. Aquaman almost drowns as a kid and has PTSD attacks in water. Yeah. Again, isn't that like a scarecrow thing when he, like, hit him? Or No, that was Tower of Babel where they made him afraid of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that was. Good call. 
But he used uh, fear toxin, I believe, to make it. That yes. Way. But yeah, so, I mean, like, these are all horrible ideas. Let us know in the comments down below after this episode is aired. Uh, what's your pitch for an idea, mm -hmm. an idea that wrecks everything, or at the very least, like, has the most ability to wreck every, has a ripple effect to destroy the DC universe? Extra points if it makes your skin crawl. Yeah, extra points if it's growth. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, listen, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We want to give an extra special thank you to our sponsors of today's episode, you out there who are watching this live, who contributed to this episode. We want to thank you all so very much for your your, your great ideas, your thoughtfulness, your generosity. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, you know, so we really, really appreciate it. And uh, listen, if you want to watch more, you can always check us out here on the uh, the channel Comic Pop. Every week, we got plenty of stuff going out. Uh, if you want to get an extra special Elseworlds, go over to patreon.com slash comic pop. You can listen to a special bonus show for me and Joel. It won't be related to this. It'll be kind of related to this, where it's like, mm -hmm. from this conversation, basically, what's, what What do we do when the show's over? Find out when you when you go over mm -hmm. there. Uh, and uh, that's it. So I want to thank you so much for watching. Listen, before you go, if you like video games, go to twitch.tv slash comic pop TV. Watch Tiffany play video games. She has a great time. You'll have a great time hanging out with her. There's custom emotes. It's a lot of fun. You really enjoy it. Nice. So twitch.tv slash TV. Watch her play that over there. Uh, every Wednesday and Sunday, Weeby and Geeky says, Killer Croc isn't a disease. It's a magical curse. That's not a bad idea. I love that concept. Um, and we'll, we'll see you guys next time. And uh, after that, after Tiffany's done with her stream, back issues will come out. So mm -hmm. if you, you know, if you like back issues you might want to watch tiffany play and then you'll know when back issues is going to come out at the very least if not just watch her play video games it's a lot of fun i do and I, while i'm editing i'm listening to the show uh anyway that's it we'll see you guys next time thanks a lot for watching and thank you joel for being back always a pleasure all right so long everybody <laughs>